Welcome, everyone, to the Rosie and Bill Show. From a pitcher's mound in California to the mountains of Colorado and the hills of Tennessee, our guest this week has built an incredibly impressive resume of accomplishments. Please welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, actor, singer, songwriter, producer, host, and founder of Canyon Star TV, Joey Canyon. Joey, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Bill and Rosie, for for having me. What a what a bunch of kind words to begin this interview. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll tell you, as Bill was doing the intro, I'm thinking to myself, I just don't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, I was going, who is this guy? I, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back. Bill talked about uh, California, the pitcher's uh -huh. mound. Well, let, let's start there, Joey, because I know that that was a very important part of your life. What fueled your dreams of baseball and going to the big leagues? You know, I uh, I just uh, loved playing baseball. I was a pitcher, and uh, you know, it just started from little league, and uh, <clears throat> it was a happenstance that I became a pitcher back in when I was 11, because the, the main pitcher for the team, who is a dear friend of mine to this day, uh, he had slid into home and broke his wrist. And so I became a pitcher. So uh, I loved it so much. I just continued on doing that. I also played center field, uh, but pitching was my main deal uh, through Little League and Babe Ruth and, and through <clears throat> high school. Uh, college and, uh, you know, a little bit of the semi-pro stuff. Uh, uh, I just, baseball really was my number one uh, uh, desire. My my total encompassed everything. But, you know, during that time I started at 11 years old, I also started to learn how to play guitar because I love to sing and play guitar. So that's the that's how the baseball uh, deal came about. And then uh, when and I- And then apparently God had other plans for you. What Lord, happened? The Lord took me, you know, how he does, uh, you know, he just kind of takes a detour and says, no, this is where you're going. So I had injured my rotator cuff and that pretty much back in those days ended a, a pitching career. And so I go, well, okay. I was very grateful that I had a great career and I go, all right, now I'm going to do music because that's what I could fall back on. I was very fortunate to have that uh, to fall back on. So uh, then uh, back in those days, I moved to Colorado where I spent most of my life. And uh, I just began my music career of, of, of uh, performing, of course, in the small bars and clubs and things like that. And I uh, was recording at the same time, learning the re to record and all of that. So that's how it kind of started out. Why, before Bill, I know you, you've got something you want to ask him, but why Colorado? I'm just, I'm just curious. You know, um, during my college days, I mean, when I, I played junior college in California 
at College of the Canyons. And then um, I got a full ride scholarship to my high school coach's alma mater of, of college, and that was Shadron State in Nebraska. So we would periodically come south to Colorado and play various teams there. And I always liked it there. And then uh, when my college and baseball career was over and I was back in California, I had an opportunity to um, uh, to uh, to move to Colorado for a, a job. And um, I said, you know, I was young and adventurous. And I said, sure. So I moved to Colorado in the first month I was there. I knew I wasn't going back to California. So wow. it affected me that much. So I always tell people, my heart is in Colorado, but my musical soul is in Nashville. You talked about Nashville just a second ago, but what was the music scene like in Colorado back then? You know, it was um, it was actually quite favorable for country music. Um, there were a lot of country nightclubs. Uh, you know, the, you're talking about the time when... Uh, when really um, uh, the gambler, you know, and Kenny Rogers, that whole thing started going. Um, uh, when the, you know the urban cowboy craze and that kind of deal. So there was uh, there were plentiful nightclubs uh, to work in in Denver and surrounding uh, areas in that tri-state kind of area to to perform in and and I took advantage of every one of them well that's great I mean you know whenever you can get in into a music scene in a city and and get into that energy and vibe is is always a good thing and start to build a following and and just get out you know get into the flow of it but you also had another job there you worked for nfl films right how did that come about well that uh you know during the 70s and in, in part of the 80s i i i was one of the type of people that wanted to do everything i wanted to try everything and so i'd already been doing a little acting and modeling kind of thing along the way but i wanted to learn the production business so uh, I took advantage of that through a good friend of mine, Sam Allen, who had a production company. And I learned uh, the ropes from him. And I learned every position behind the camera and then started my own production coordination uh, uh, company and worked for, geez, PBS, uh, Viacom, uh, you name it, uh, documentaries and, and movies and television and uh, sometimes when I was working behind the camera, they would ask me to be in front of the camera. And and it was just a fun time. And I learned all of that. And through that association, uh, I uh, was asked uh, through Sam to, to be a loader and, and assistant cameraman with the NFL films. So uh, I said, sure, I, I wanted to do that and learn the film that's when NFL films was film back then. It was 16 millimeter. And um, so uh, I did all of the home games for the Broncos and all of the playoff games at Mile High Stadium for, uh, what, eight years? Yeah. And, and you know, that, that's a great place to see some football, too. That was well, a I'll tell you what. Um, 
it's very easy to watch TV and watch uh, an NFL game and 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 be critical about certain things and everything. But remember, uh, the what we're viewing is from an was from a, a high level camera looking down on the field. But when you're on the field and you are level with these players, uh, and you are as close as you can be to uh, the hitting and, and, the, and the speed of this game and uh, the largeness of some of these players, <laughs> a whole whole different perspective and appreciation for, for what they do. Do you think the game has evolved quite a bit since you were working for NFL Films? Yeah, uh, not all of it real good. So uh, uh, it's all digital now. Uh, they use digital cameras. They don't do film. Um, and um, I just think that, and and this is this goes right along with baseball. Uh, why I, I really don't watch that much baseball is because, you know, you don't fix something that doesn't need fixing. And, and they change rules and they change the way the game is. I mean, for crying out loud, I was a pitcher and now you get 20 seconds before you need to throw a pitch. I mean, there's a psychological game there when you when you do the timing thing and this and that, and that, that's all gone. Right. And so I, I'm just very disenchanted. Uh, I was very fortunate, uh, Rosie and Bill, to play in the time that I did. So... I'm grateful for that. Yeah, and I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, Joey, and it's to your point about, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, and one other thing that that really impressed me during that time, you were just talking about your experience at, at NFL Films. You, you had all these different things. You're on both sides of the camera. You're doing musically. You've got all these things going. But one other thing that really impressed me about you was you also overcame some hurdles and obstacles personally, and you really came out the other side and a, a better man for it. So how did you manage to work through all that you were doing and all that you were dealing with during those years? Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, when you're younger, you don't make a lot of good choices sometimes, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty of that. And so when you do that, you bring on adversity that normally wouldn't be there. And then just the toughness of of the music business, the 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 toughness of of trying to jump through all the hoops to to get signed to a label and this and that. I I mean I did all of that. Um, and but you know, I mean I remember in 1993 I moved to Nashville from from Denver and and I spent a year there trying to get signed to a label and. Uh, you know, I made a lot of great connections and a lot of friends, but um, I just, it was very, very tough back then. I mean, right now, in this day and age, it's self-promotion. I mean, you can call yourself your own record label. You can do this and, you know, you can put yourself out there on YouTube and all of the other uh, social media platforms and things like that. We didn't have that back then. And you either got signed to a label or, or you just sang locally at home one or the other. Well, I spent a whole year there, uh, had to hawk my guitar for gas money to get back to Denver. Uh, I'm not telling you a story that hasn't happened many, many times to other people, but it was tough. 
but I ended up, uh, uh, you know, overcoming these things. And I was, I did an interview earlier and I told them, I said, you know, if, if you don't overcome these obstacles, if you don't overcome adversity, if you quit the first time when it's tough, the second time it's going to be easier to quit. And then you're creating a habit. And guess what? You know, if it doesn't work for you, work out for you, you're just going to quit all the time. And guess what? You won't be anybody, you know? So uh, I just had the determination and I got a lot of that from athletics, you know, uh, that that is a good life lesson and uh, of how to overcome uh, a bad inning, how to be overcome certain aspects of the game and uh, coming from behind to win the game. Well, you can do that in life, too. And so uh, I just applied that and was fortunate to uh, withstand all the bullets and, and all of that with my career and in everything that I've done and life life's at, uh, ups and downs as well. And, and that's brought me here. Uh, but, but really I would not be here if it wasn't for the Lord. I'm just telling you. That was my next question. How important has How important? your faith been? All important all important, all important. I give glory to the Lord every morning. Thank him. Thank him for where I am. I just did that a couple of hours ago going, Lord, I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for you. And, and he continues to bless me through this, uh, through this journey with the network, with Canyon Star TV. I mean, that's been over six years now. And he brought me and, uh, Kelly, my uh, co-founder and president, brought her and I to to this point where we look at this with a, a, a television uh, network with over 900 titles and over 7,000 episodes, and and we would have never dreamt that it would have been this big, uh, but it continues to grow daily. So, well, Joey, let's let's go back to that because I, you know, Bill and I were talking before the show that. You know, in 2016, as we were reading your bio, it's like, oh, he won all these awards as an artist. And you had the Joey Canyon show. And now, then all of a sudden, you parlayed into a network. How did that even come about? Well, back in 2011, um, I had the idea of creating a country music variety show. And that's where the Joey Canyon show came about. Uh, I took it to uh, RFD TV back then. And who did I talk to but Kelly Kantz, my president. She worked there, told her about my idea. And I was in Nashville recording an album and went over and saw her about it. And uh, she said, look, it's a great idea. Get me a sizzle reel. Let's take a look at it. And a few years later, I, I finally could put together a, a first-class uh, uh, sizzle reel, sent it to her. They loved it, and that's how my show got on national television. was very, very successful. And then through uh, the, to, the, to the third season uh, or the end of the second season, I wanted to go to an hour show. 
instead of a half an hour. And we had some disagreements, not her, but uh, through the network. And I just said, you know, uh, I think I'm, I'm, after looking at television and finding everything in there with sex and violence and profanity and nudity and all that, I, that, that was another, that, pulling my show off the air and having that happen at the same time, I go, I'm going to start my own network. I, I, I'm not going to have anybody tell me what to do anymore. I know what I want to do. And that's how it started. And the first four years, I did all the heavy lifting. I mean, I put this thing together from an idea and a vision and, and put together the people to, to help me and, and prayed very hard every day. And, and then by the fourth year, I could bring Kelly on. And she uh, is the head of you know, the, the content and programming and, and what you see on, on the network is a collaboration of what we brought on the network, but she does most of it. So that's really the story of how it went. And I really wanted a 100% family-friendly network. And guess what? 100% family-friendly commercials as well. <clears throat> Well, that's the commercials are getting as bad as some of the other stuff. Oh yeah, you're you're right. Some of them they they really push the envelope, even on regular network television. Joey, I I totally agree. And I I'm curious. You said there's over 900 uh, programs on the network. What is that process like? The selection process is there a certain criteria? How do you go about determining who makes the cut to get on Canyon Star TV? Well, for, there's, there's a number of things, Bill. Uh, certainly, we have a criteria list. Uh, number one, production-wise, it has to be good quality. It has to be high resolution. Now, the, 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 the catch to that is, is we do have some nostalgic TV out there uh, on, on the network that prior to high-res cameras and all that, but we, we air that because that's all we have. But when the new programming comes, we look at the, the quality of the program. We certainly look at the entertainment value, and then it has to meet the it has to cut the mustard with the, you know, no profanity and no sexual nudity, this, that, and the other thing, no graphic stuff and all of that. So there is a process, and then Kelly and I make the determination whether we put it on or not. But we welcome. We welcome producers and directors uh, and writers out there with content that has not that have not a place, not a home, that want their their material, their programming out there, so they can always uh, they can always reach us. So yeah, because you know what's interesting, Joey. I know that um, a couple times a year, a faith based film will come out. Usually it's lower budgets. You know, we had a couple of years back, we had David A.R. White who came out with the God's Not Dead film series. Yeah. And there is such a desire for that family friendly, faith based and different types of things where, again, you can leave your child in front of the television and not have yeah. to worry about it. So I can't help but think that there's a lot of people out there that are maybe looking for a home and that home is you. Well, we're we we welcome them with open arms. If everything looks good, we we'll we'll put it on. Uh, and if you go to the net, if you go to Canyon Star TV, um, you can scroll down to the faith uh, genre, the faith category, 
and look at some great shows in there. I'm very proud of that uh, faith uh, category. So, are you still writing and performing? You're saying I'm your still music? writing. Yes, I'm still writing. Uh, as a matter of fact, my producer Curtis Stone and I will be in the studio to record some new songs. It's it's been a while since <laughs> since uh, we've been in the studio. We were fortunate uh, last time we were in the studio, and I'm looking at a, a deal here on the wall of our. Uh, of our last number one hit uh, was our eighth number one hit uh, called On Country Radio, and that's that's been a while. So we're we're we need to get back in the studio and and do that. Joey, with all you've done and all the different accomplishments you've had in so many different areas, is there anything left on your to do list or bucket list? Anything left that you haven't done that you want to get done? Yeah, I think eventually. Um, and I have uh, uh, a particular individual that I can't mention at this point, but he is a he is a faith-based uh, director, uh, producer, and actor that has had some uh, that has had some um, films out there that are, are really good. And we've talked, and we want to we want to we have a lot of synergy, and I would like to. I would like to uh, produce or co-produce with him uh, a, a film, a movie. Uh, and um, that's what we're working towards. I want to do that. Um, I have, believe it or not, I have no less than 25 new television shows that I want to produce for Canyon Star TV. And they are great shows. They are great shows. And some of them I developed, and some of them were were collaborate with other producers and directors. Uh, I want to do those things. Um, and you'll uh, shoot them where in Nashville? We, it'll be Nashville. It'll be on location. It'll be all over the place. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't uh, kind of pigeonhole it and say, well, it's got to be done here in Nashville in the studio. No, we'll do some studio stuff here. We'll do some location shooting, but it'll be wherever it needs to be. So that'll be very exciting. So I'm in the middle right now of, of working with our financial advisors uh, to bring in the large strategic investors to take us to the next level. So we're entertaining uh, investors that uh, are interested in, in uh, you know, being a part of the network. One of the things I can't help but wonder, uh, as I'm listening to you talk about, I love the passion and everything that you, that you bring to the table, but one thing I can't help but wonder is, do you ever sleep? Oh, what is that? Um, <laughs> see, uh, you know, you know what about you know when you do uh, work, whatever you do, you know when you when you bring the Lord in and 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 ask Him for help, and you do all of what you need to do, and all of that. When you're done for the day, you know I sleep like a baby. <laughs> I really do because. I don't worry about things. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there to worry about with what I'm doing right now, but I do not. 
because I've already put it in his hands. So when I go to sleep, I know that the Lord's working and I'm sleeping. So that's a that's the the inner peace that we all strive for. Right. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Joey, for for joining us and sharing all of your work with us. And your can I mention one thing, Rosie? Absolutely. If I just encourage all of your investors, yours and Bill's viewers, to go to Canyon Star TV and sign up for free. It's free. And you just need an email and your email and a password of your choice. And look, you that unlocks all of the shows and everything. And you can watch it for free. I just I just wanted to get that little plug in there. But uh, I just have to tell you, uh, I've just been, it's been a pleasure to be with both of you. And if you want me back on, I'd be happy to do it. Definitely. And, and, and we're glad that you plug the show because it is good for people to know how they can access all of the content, and especially people who want good content. <laughs> Well, high vibration. <laughs> yeah, this this network is designed to be to have something for everyone. And once you go on there and you see everything, you just literally go, there is something for everybody. I mean, there is. I mean, from sports to faith to cooking to, of course, music and 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 comedy and and movies. Uh, so. You bet. Absolutely. It's a work of love and a beautiful service that you're doing, you know, for, for everyone. And mm -hmm. we thank you so much for coming on the show and folks, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Thank you. God bless you.